everybody. Welcome to the Web Cave. I'm Dan Hummer. What was that? I'm here with my boy Bobby. How you doing, Bobby? Good. How are you guys doing today? Chilling out. Can't complain, man. Uh, start of the week. We're here on a, another Monday to talk some more uh, superheroes and comic book related uh, shenanigans. Hell yeah. And uh, we're, we're here with the we're here with a big one, Bobo. One of your favorites. We're here to review the Joker from 2019 with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. One yes, of your sir. personal. Favorites. Uh, you sure is. Uh, I can't wait to get into it. We're gonna talk about the nitty gritty, what we liked, uh, what we disliked. Uh, I don't think there was very much on that end from Bobby on the dislike portion, but uh, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Talk a little shit. <laughs> nah, nah, I like it. But uh, before we get into all that, we do have some news. Uh, some big fucking news. Uh, DC just went along and uh, dropped the trailer for the Black Adam uh, with my boy The Rock. It was about a two-minute trailer. And when I say this looks epic, oh my god, dude. Uh, what was your first thoughts, Bobby, when you when you saw that trailer Friday morning? I, I definitely thought it looked pretty epic of a movie. I'm very excited to see it. They need to tone down a little bit of it being so of a rock like a rock movie, you know what I mean? Where the yeah. rock's doing his eyebrow raises and he's doing that charisma thing that the rock does. This is the one movie where he needs to not do that. No, I agree. I, I do ag- I do agree with you on that and that is my only concern about the movie is that I hope it's not just another rock movie and uh, yeah. he's just playing the rock. Like, I want him to play the character but, of Black Adam. Other than that, it looks fantastic. That potential fight scene between him and Hawkman, I'm very excited for that. Oh, my God, dude. That was perfect. Heroes don't kill people. Well, I do, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited for it. Black Adam is one of my favorite villains. Yeah, he's real good. Uh, he, I mean, he basically is an anti-hero at, at this point. The, the, there's kind of two versions of him you can go with, like just the straight Shazam villain and then kind of the anti-hero. Seems like they're kind of going the latter a little bit for this movie. But I do think we're going to see yeah. him fight some superheroes. I, I definitely think Yeah, that. I believe so, too. I've been hearing a lot of, not a lot, but I've been seeing some of the rumors that there might be a Henry Cavill cameo at the end of the movie or he might show up at the end. That would be special. <laughs> that would be that would be a special moment. I gotta say, uh, the first look at care. I mean, obviously, all of them look cool, but obviously, the two standouts to me are, of course, uh, uh, Hodges' uh, Hawkman, obviously, and yep. his little stand in the rock, and my boy Pierce Bronson's Doctor Fate. Oh my God, yep. does that look cool? Uh, it's, it seems like it he's does. channeling some kind of mirror dimension or, or something like that. People are already trying to compare it to Doctor Strange, but it's like, who gives a fuck? They're, they're both magical. You also need to realize that fucking Doctor Fate was written like 15 years before Doctor Strange was. Yeah, dude, this man was in like the 30s. Killing shit. So... Yeah, yeah, I mean, the only thing I wish we got to see in the trailer, I'm, I might might have missed it, but it's to see him in his full Doctor Fate costume. Well, that, that's kind of what he was doing when think... he was like, channeling that dimension, but yeah, I feel it. It would have been cool to see him with the suit on with the helmet on. Yeah. No, I agree. I, uh, but I, I, some shit for the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, they can't blow their load, you know? Yeah, but I'm very excited for it. No, it looks cool. I think the I do think the Atom Smasher and Cyclone look equally as cool though. Like when he was getting all yeah. giant fucking destroying shit and then, you know, she was kind of fucking floating around in her green blob, it's like this this should look, this is gonna be a cool movie, man. It will be, for sure. But honestly none of them really stand a chance against Black Adam, so I don't really understand what's supposed to happen. No, I mean, Dr. That's what Fate. I mean. Somebody else has to show up that has... I mean, Dr. Fate, yeah, he can, but... Yeah. The rest of them can. 
Hawkman's getting his ass whooped. I would like to see that no. fight, though. That would be epic, but Hawkman's getting fucking blasted. Yeah, He's yeah, only yeah, one Egyptian god while fucking Shazam's, what, five or six? Now, do we really have a villain for this movie? Or because Black Adam's kind of a villain, do we not even care? I think they're going with more of an anti-hero thing. I mean, yeah. from what they went, when they were explaining, because they're going off the origin story about how he was a slave, and then he died, and his son sacrificed his life to keep him alive, so now he has, like, a vengeance. Yeah. So I feel like when he comes back, he's going to be villainous, but he's going to have a turning point. That's why I feel like either Shazam is going to show up in the movie, that's exactly why Shazam's going to show up at the end of this movie, or Superman is. I hope it's Zachary Levi. That'd be crazy. I don't. I, I, we already know he's getting another movie. I hope it's Henry Cavill to confirm that he's I mean, yeah, that's what everybody would. No one gives a fuck about the Zachary Levi fight at this point. They, they want no, to see the that should happen. Like, uh, like in the in the com in the animated short, it's, it's Superman and Shazam versus Black Adam. That is a that is a damn good short too. That little cartoon. <clears throat> it is. Yeah. I enjoy that one a lot. Yeah, it was really good. I, I completely different take on Black Adam, but yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I, I like when he hits the fighter was. jet when he hits the like wing down and he fucking yep. just smash it real quick. And the one dude at the end, did he just catch a nuke? <laughs> She's like, yeah, he caught a nuke. That shit was cool. Or a <laughs> rocket, some shit like that. I feel like they should have gave the Rock some hair too for this movie. Yeah. It could have been. Black used. Adam has that short buzz cut, you know what I mean? And then he's got the yeah. 20 ears. And he doesn't have the ears either. I noticed yeah, that either. Rock doesn't have the ears. The he looked ears. weird, though. You can't put a couple of big prosthetic ears on the Rock. That would just look fucking weird. It's not prosthetic, dude, but you can CGI the tips of the tops of his ears to be a point instead of rounded. He could. I think he looks damn good in this movie. No, I agree. He does. You can always be more. And I like how he has, like, the rogue thing when he's in the tomb. When he comes back. And he kills all those soldiers in there. Yeah. It looks bomb. I I can't wait. Uh, It comes out around my birthday, uh, October 21st. I can't wait to go see it. That's going to be a fun one. Uh, It is. I'm very excited. I'm going to be in the theater opening day. Yes, sir. Uh, something else came out this week uh, from the Marvel side of things. We're not going to totally review this because we're probably going to wait till all the episodes come out. But uh, Miss Marvel kind of hit with episode one. Uh, the fans are kind of mixed on it. What, what was your thought? I know you watched it. Not, not a fan. I mean, I'm still going to watch it, but as of episode one, I'm not really a fan. I don't like how they write Contra Powers. Having like a wannabe Green Lantern bracelet where she gets her expandable hands instead of her being stretchy like she's supposed to be. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense to me. A lot, and that seems to be a point of contention for most people. And then other people are like fuck it. But it's like, like when it comes to changing things about a character, are you allowed to really change their powers like that? To me, it's like that's a no-no. I don't like. I know it doesn't make up all yeah. the things, but. It does a little bit, at least. For the character herself, like, the actress they picked to play Kamala is a good actress. She looks like the comic character a lot. Even on the Avengers video game character, she looks like her. Like, they picked a good actress for her. And, like, her character is pretty well. And, like, besides her powers, I guess it's not that bad. But it's just her powers being changed like that and what they did with them. And... It kind of ruins it for me. No, I agree. It seems like they were trying to Green Lantern her up a little bit, and that's not really what the character is. So, no. It is what it is. I guess we'll we'll see what happens, but I wasn't that impressed myself. Uh, the show might end up getting us, though. You never know. Some of these Marvel shows, the first episode might not totally sell you, but by the end of it, it's the greatest thing ever. So uh, I wouldn't... Yeah. I'm not ready to put my eggs in the socks basket yet. Sorry about the Mount Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I didn't like that at first. I, just waited. I ended up liking it, but I got to watch all of them at once. 
Yeah, you enjoyed that after a rewatch, right? Yeah, after a rewatch. Yeah, no, I only watched the first episode and I didn't like it, so I just was like, fuck it, I'm just going to wait for them all to come out and then binge it. But okay. I did actually enjoy it when I binge-watched it all. Right. Yeah, sometimes that's how it goes, man. Uh, we got a couple more uh, trailers that came out, but this time we're going to the video game side of things. The Midnight Suns yep. released. Uh, you saw a lot of the uh, venomous bad guy, and who who's he being con- controlled by, Bobby? You know I don't know who that. I don't know who that lady's name is off the top of my head. I just watched it right before we started this. I know who she is, and I know where her powers are, but for some reason I can't think of her name. Yeah, I, I never. I, and, I, yeah, she's got Venom and Hall. It looks cool. Spidey, Wolverine. I'm pretty sure that's War Machine. If not, it might be a different version of Tony Stark. They got Strange. It's gonna be a good fun game, dude. Especially if you get the ability to play with all of those characters. It's gonna be one hell of a game. Well, isn't the basis of the game to where you're your own character and you choose your powers and shit? I'm pretty sure I read that. There is a character that is a is a new original character for the game. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure like you pick his like his shit, like his move set and his powers. You might be able to, but if you're able to switch, you know what I mean? Like if you're able to play as everybody if you want to, that would mid battle yeah. the game good. Well, yeah, I want to talk but like about it. But if it's like Guardians of the Galaxy, where I can only play as that original character and I can only control everybody else like that, I'm not going to want that. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I agree. I, you got to be able to play as Blade and Wolverine. Yeah, like, I want to play as Wolverine. And that Spider-Man, I'm pretty sure the Spider-Man that's in the game is the same voice actor for the PS4 Spider-Man games. PlayStation series? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the same voice actor. No, I think you're right. And I want to play as Doctor Strange. Like, that's another cool-ass character to be able to play in a video game. Yeah, I mean, the Midnight Suns are just a badass fucking group, man. I don't know oh, why they Ghost Rider? Yeah, as much but... as they should. Because that is a really cool group. Yeah. They have most of the. They could do an MCU movie on it now. All they gotta do is bring Ghost Rider in. Bring Nick Cage in this bitch. Nah, I do not enjoy those movies. You don't want to see him run around with Hulk and shit? No. I love Nicolas Cage, but I do not enjoy his Ghost Rider. Yeah, I mean, they weren't fantastic. That's for for sure. No, they definitely Uh, were not great movies. Uh, yeah, so the Midnight Suns, uh, do we have a release date for that? I didn't really see. I, I think it's the beginning of October. Okay, so it's coming out fairly soon. I could be wrong on that, but it is coming out somewhat in a few months. Last piece of news before we get into the meat and potatoes here. Uh, my boy Nightwing, uh, Gotham Knights, they kind of did a reveal trailer and they did it kind of solely based on Nightwing. And uh, what are we thinking about this game, Bobby? I think it looks pretty cool. Looks promising. I think the story is going to be cool. I just think it just looks like that they're using the same game engine from old Arkham games. That's my only yeah. concern with the game. But other than that, it looks it looks good. I like I like how you can customize your character now. Like I'm pretty sure if I'm correct and I was watching that, I'm pretty sure one of the Nightwings was a Black Nightwing. I think you might be right, yeah. I think you can change your characters the way ever way you want to fit, however you want them to look. I think that was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think it's going to be good. Uh, I agree with you. To me, it doesn't really look next-gen to me. It looks like, like it another Arkham game. But the running around and beating ass is Nightwing and, and the whole story with the Court of Owls, I think that's going to be a really good game. I think the I story of the game will be fine. Uh, I don't know I'm how play the game... most of that game is Robin. Oh, yeah. Hopefully it's cross-play so we can beat some ass. I hope so, too. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to see what happens with it. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't 
don't think there's a release date on that. Because I think I got pushed. Oh, there is. Actually, I believe there is. It's a pre-order. You can pre-order it on the PlayStation Store. I know that. Okay. I think they are have. They do have a release date. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the game looks a lot better than the fucking uh, TV series. <laughs> that much. Yeah. At least the right characters. Are in this. Yeah, I can't find the uh, release date. But, uh. Alright. Yeah, they might not uh, have an official date, but I think it's this year. Right. Yeah, it should be. I don't think it's going to push 2023. But let's, let's talk about. And, and there's another piece of news that we do have, because it's concerning this film. But I, I think we should probably save that for the end. I think that makes the yeah, most I, sense. Yeah. Talk Definitely. about the first one and then talk about possibility of the second one. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, directed by uh, Todd Phillips. Obviously, this this movie was a success. It had a budget of around fifty million and it made a billion, a little over a billion, one point seven. Uh, and for a movie based on a villain, like that's fucking nuts. It's the highest grossing, rate, most highest grossing rated R movie of all time. I'm pretty sure. Fact check me if I'm wrong. But, it's one of the uh, most profitable movies of all time too, because they only spent like fifty million to make it, and they made over a billion. Yeah, it's over, it's over not, a billion in profit, dude. That's a lot of money for a movie. Yeah, bro, it, that's like what these like fucking Avengers makes and shit. Like, like those, those movies make. Yeah, over but a they billion. spend three hundred million to make those yeah, movies because they have to yeah, pay exactly. an onslaught cast to be in those movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you think about it, it's not like you really got CGI in this. It's just fucking Joaquin running around being a madman. I mean, well, what is it yeah. spent? So, but yeah, it fucking it made a lot of money on a very little budget. So that's why when you talk about like sequels, of course, there's going to be talk about it because this movie was so successful. It was huge. It was one of the last big yeah. movies too because didn't the pandemic happen not too long after this? To be honest. Yeah, the year after. And this movie won, Joaquin won Best Actor of the Year for it. And um, didn't it win Best Picture? Or... I think it might have won Best Picture. I don't got I think it won another Oscar. I know Joaquin won Actor of the Year for it because he beat out Robert Downey Jr. because Robert Downey Jr. lost two Oscars and two different Jokers. They got nominated for so much. Yeah, because in 2008, he was going to get an Best Actor Oscar for his Iron Man role for Iron Man 1, but Heath Ledger won it for his Joker in The Dark Knight. DC's getting the dogs. And then Endgame came out, and Robert Downey Jr. was going to get it. Because with the We Love You 3000, but nope. My boy Joaquin Phoenix came strutting in with Frank Sinatra playing in the background. Always losing to the Joker. (laughs) That's fucking lit. Uh, yeah, it definitely it, it earned eleven nominations: best picture, best director, best adapted screenplay, best actor, best original score. It, this movie did a lot of things, and it, it it did a lot of things well. Why don't you give a little bit of a background around this version of the the character in this movie? Right. I personally, and I Joker is my number one favorite villain. Uh, from any universe, Marvel or DC. Joker is my absolute favorite. And Joaquin Phoenix is my favorite take in a live-action film of the Joker. Mark Hamill's animated Joker will always be my favorite. It will never be broken. Ever in my entire life. But Joaquin Phoenix's Joker in live-action, he's my favorite. I think he was better than Ledger's. Because Ledger played the mob, the mob one, you know what I mean? He played the dude that ran shit in town. He had those gangsters with him and that other gangsters in Gotham, you know what I mean? Joaquin, so far, hasn't done that. He's, and I like how, instead of like being the dude who fell off the, the, Scott, the catwalk in the factory into the bio of chemicals, they did yeah. a mental insanity or mental illness take on the character which I thoroughly enjoyed. 
Especially yeah, because, uh, like, it's Gotham, it's dark, it's definitely a believable backstory for a character, and he's never actually had a legitimate origin in a comic before. It's kind of been bounced around, and ideas have been bounced around, but nothing's been solidified. No. He does, even to this day, even with, like, the three Joker shit and everything else, in the comics and current the DC continuity, no one really knows how the Joker came to be. No. That's, that's another reason. That's one of the other... Um, points I want to bring up about this film later on, but the mental yeah. take on the character, he's driven to become the Joker through mental illness and the way society treats him instead of the power or mob style motives like Nicholson and Ledger. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for that kind of role, they could not have picked a better actor to play this take on a Joker. On a Joker. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I think he did, he did that part extremely well. Like just a, he's a very mentally, yeah. yeah he's very good at playing those kinds of roles, mentally twisted kind of characters. Very good. Uh, yeah, he's like because you felt bad for him through half the movie. You're like this poor sad sack, and you kind of want him to fuck it. And by the end of the movie, and by the way, spoiler alert, it came out like three years ago. So if you haven't seen it, the fuck you don't. But, uh, like, you kind of want him to shoot De Niro in the fucking head at <laughs> you know? Like, you're yeah. like, fuck yeah! Like, like you're kind of rooting for the guy. And uh, I think that's why, and I do kind of want to get into this, even before we talk about the, the movie kind of boiling down scenes and shit. Do you think that this deserved the critici- criticism it got from a lot of people for uh, the whole, that it's, like, glorifying mental illness and... You know, it, no. it could cause riots and, and all this, and it, it's like no, a problem. I mean, those are the same kinds of people who blame video games for people's violent outrages. Exactly. I, I don't, like, no. It's a fucking movie. It's literally based on a purple, a fucking clown in a purple suit. No, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people need to take things, like, and put them in reality, like, it's no, it's stupid. Yeah, and I'm not saying that some random crazy kid could watch some shit and try to recreate it. Who knows? But all all I've yeah. ever known and said was that you know movies and games they don't make people crazy. People, it's usually there before that. You know, yep. it's not like they they watch that and then it's the Joker that did that. It's usually something there. So I, I don't like the whole, I don't like that either. And it's like, this is a really good movie. And the, kind of, the fact that it's so good that the only criticize, criticism you can kind of say against it is that it's like a public statement and it's like kind of turning people against each other. Yeah, I got a lot. I mean, I heard a lot of other criticism too about the way the character was. Like a lot of people don't like Joaquin because they did a noir style film about it and people thought it was boring. Because people, a lot of fans out there are very fucking close-minded. Well, yeah. Well, and you know to be I mean? honest, with the whole, they've been very spoiled with the comic book genre lately to where all, all yeah, a lot exactly. of them, when they think of it, all they can think of is fucking Endgame and Infinity War and big battles and blasts coming out of shit and fucking people fucking with super strength and speed and fat, like that. That's all they think about when they think about these things. So when you sit down and you watch something like this, that it's more, sl- it's slower, it's slower paced, but it's just, it's good acting, it's good story, it's good script. It's like, it's just a more complete, full movie. It's like a Scorsese film yeah. or something. Even though, I mean, yeah, exactly. And Martin, this is the only comic book movie that Martin Scorsese has ever praised. <laughs> exactly. It, it, like, but, it's well, like it an actual like, movie. It's cinema. Yeah. Yeah, so I consider it to be a, like a cinematic masterpiece, like a movie like... And I will never say like those movies aren't cinema too, because they are, and a lot of work goes into no, making they are. them. But this this truly is cinema. This is like, like this could have been made in the 60s, you know? It, yeah. It's still, still a bit good. It's I really those... enjoyed the noir style on it. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like they brought back... And I was, when I was paying attention, I, I was watching The Joker earlier today. I think the Gotham in the Joker's world universe is very similar to Pattinson's Joker Gotham. In a way. I know. I know it's not gonna. It's not. They're not gonna cross over. I know it's not gonna happen because they did the whole Barry Cogan thing, Joker. 
Yeah. With Pattinson. But it's just yeah. the, the Gotham's look very similar. But I do have a type of question, a different version or take on the movie. See if you agree with it or not. What you got? You know how the Joker is always like this mob dude and he runs the crime in, in Gotham? He's top boss, yeah, he's top dog. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The Joker in this movie, he seems to be more of a spiritual entity more than just a single person or a split personality. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that, Jake? When it comes to this film, I don't entirely disagree, especially because of the way they set up the ending. And uh, especially the way they set up the ending where he, like, you don't even really see him doing shit. He, like, he shoots an arrow, causes a little shit, gets arrested, and then you see everybody else, and you see the aftermath. So I guess I, I can see I mean, that. Yes. You did get to see him kill the, the dude in his apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did the it, big dude, and you got to see him gun down the three dudes on the bus. He killed no, like nine right. dudes I mean, in that movie. You, he did do some shit, but you do kind of see like he other people are doing what he wants now. Like, like he is kind of an entity. In, in Completely, that way. Uh, yeah. It's not really he, he's not even mean, asking like, them; they're just doing it. Like that illness, you know how they go over that illness in the beginning of the movie where he has to show the card to the lady on the bus, like, please excuse me, I have a medical condition, but that makes him laugh. I think that illness, like, if you go on the the spiritual entity part or the split personality of, like, the Joker is, and then Arthur Fleck separated his personalities, like, I've had, like, like, the illness that makes him laugh could have been the Joker's spirit trying to take over Arthur or his split personality of the Joker's personality flashing over into Arthur's world, kind of like how Moon Knight does with Moon Knight's character. Well, and to me, that's the other big criticism of it is making, is like the whole mental health thing. So I think that would kind of please a bunch of people if you took it more to supernatural element like that. Yeah. That's what, like, I, at that point, like if, if you take that way, I think when he kills De Niro's character, Murray Franklin, I feel like that's when the person, like Arthur's gone. That's when that either that split personality completely takes over, or that like like I said, that spiritual entity of the Joker completely takes over and he's gone. Well, he basically did anyway, right? Like you knew after that that the Joker's here now. Like Arthur is kind of gone at that point. At that point, it's like it's the Joker. You do kind of know yeah. That. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, no, I don't think I would go that literal with it and, and make it, like, supernatural, like, the Joker's fucking entering his body, but I, I like, I, I, I mean, some of the scenes is kind of like seance, like, seance kind of scenes, like, when he, after he kills, he, he goes and dances, yeah. a little slow, and it's by himself, in a secluded area, you know what I mean, it's kind of like, Spiritualistic in a way. I'm not saying that's exactly how they did it, but I feel like that's the take you could take on it. And they yeah, would have to elaborate more on it in the sequel. Yeah, it definitely has some merit. There's an argument to be made for it. I, and when it comes to like preferring that, I don't know if I would prefer that. I kind of like him being so street level. And even like, this is the whole thing that like it could happen to anybody. He's just a dude that's kind of fucked up from life, and life kind of just keeps stomping him down. And he's had it. And he just snaps, and yeah. that's what it kind of boils down to. He still to is it. at street level, though, regardless if he's a spiritual entity or not. He still has the Gotham people that are following yeah. him, because they show at the end of the movie. Yeah, but it, it makes it a bit more uh, superhero-y. I mean, that, that might make it better, too, though. Yeah. I like how it was a turn of events, though, when the people who are the ones who drove him into the badness are ultimately yeah. the ones who end up becoming his followers at the end of the movie. I will have to say, the fake relationship is head in his head with that Sophie, uh, played by Zazie Beetz. She's like a pretty popular actress. Uh, she was, that was really good. And that was like, to me, yeah. that was some of my favorite part of the movie. Cause I, and my question to you was, when you first saw it in the theaters, did you know that it was like in his head? Yeah. 
Yeah, I kind of did. Because the first time I watched it, I, like I said, I kind of got that spiritual entity or personality thing. So I felt like that was the this that version of like the Joker playing the mind trick on Arthur. Yeah. And more in the madness. And that's what it, like the I think the title of the sequel for the next Joker movie is called. It's like Foy Lado, which translates to madness for two. Yeah. And that's what I think the two is, is the personalities or it's the entity. It's Arthur and then it's the Joker. Madness for two. I don't think we're going to get a Harley. They're not going to do another Harley. No, they're definitely and not Bruce is still And Bruce is still a little boy. They're not going to do another Batman either. It's what I think it's going to be. As it's, it's going to be Joker and Arthur. What if it? What if it is Harley? And what if it? Like, what if that's the ultimate crossover? Like, Margot Robbie comes over. <laughs> she does a movie with fucking. And that's her, Mr. J. That'd be awesome, dude. That'd be hilarious. That'd be nuts. I mean, I'd rather her with fucking Joaquin than Leto. Fuck that guy. I think Joaquin should be the DCEU's Joker. I agree with you. And the one we got was butt cheeks. I know you liked them in the cut, but I only like that one scene, and it's not—it's just the conversation that we have. That's it. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. But Phoenix, his Joker—it is. And when I first sat down to watch this in the movie theaters, and even on the rewatch, to me as a Joker fan. And I am a Joker fan because I'm a Batman fan. So if you love, if you like Batman, you like the Joker, and vice versa, because uh, they're so connected. I like the way that this has it connected, but also doesn't too. They don't make this all about Batman. This is solely about the Joker. And there's little Bruce Wayne. You know, here, here's Bruce as a kid. Yeah. So here, here's Thomas Wayne. Even though Thomas Wayne, I know you said he was like being kind of reasonable, but I thought he was a dick in the bathroom. I gotta say, I thought he was being kind of a dick. Dude, it's a deranged child of a deranged woman that he used to work with approaching him by himself in a bathroom in a deranged attitude. I would definitely would have been Thomas Wayne reacting correctly. <laughs> dude, he was like, get the fuck out of here. He was getting pissed, dude. He was kind of an and asshole. Like, dude, that, and that, like, literally two days ago, that dude that approached you in the bathroom was at the front gate of your house with his fingers in your little boy's mouth, dude. And like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you can't totally blame old Thomas. We all know that Thomas Lane from the Flashpoint Paradox is a fucking savage, dude. He don't take no shit. <laughs> he don't take no shit in that alternate universe, but he is also known as like a, gen- a pretty good guy, generally. They made him a dick in the Batman yeah. too a little bit. Or they kind of alluded to the fact that he could have been. But, uh, that, that, I mean, his role in the Joker and him getting, I like that they kept it. I, I, I'm fine with it being motivated by the Joker, the reason that the Wayans die. I'm cool with that. Uh, but I'm glad it wasn't the Joker. I'm glad Joaquin didn't just go kill Thomas, because that would have been kind of shitty to me. Yeah. I'm glad it was still a random. Yeah, like how they made Nicholson's Joker kill Batman's parents in the. Keaton yeah, movie. that was always tough. They never should have counted. I mean, they never really no. did. I like how it's his ascent to madness and the takeover of Gotham and just the people going crazy. Rioting is what killed his parents. Right. Yeah, there was a there was a lot to like about this movie. Uh, do you have any critiques? I don't have a lot of critiques on the movie, to be honest. Um, the scene, I I feel like the scene with the girlfriend, the meant the fake girlfriend. I felt like that could have been scrapped. Really, you didn't like that. I mean, it didn't really matter and ultimately, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it, kind of it was a really well-executed movie, dude. It, made, it won all those nominations and made all that money for a reason. 
It was a great movie. I didn't really don't have many complaints at all. It's a great to me. It does have its flaws because it does kind of. <laughs> here we go. To me, uh, I don't. He's not really a version of the Joker we've ever seen before. Like this isn't comic accurate. When we talk about comic accurate, this is its own story, and that, that's fine. We can have yeah, standalone. I mean, they don't really have anything much to go off or origin for them. That's true. Except for, and to be honest. This is a better origin than, uh, like, the Red Hood shit and him falling into a vat. And this is a better origin than that. But I still... There, there's something about this Joker that I don't know how he ever gets to the clown, clown prince of crime. Like, if this is supposed to represent, like, the Joker that that we know and love... Like, but this is his early days. It doesn't make much sense if you're looking at it from that point of view. But I don't know if you're even supposed to. I think you're supposed to kind of look at this as its own thing. And when you, when you do look yeah. at it like that, it's fantastic. It's exactly what it's supposed to be, baby. Like, they had very little inspiration from any of the comics when they made the movie. Because there's not like the, for an origin story for the Joker, like I, like we've said before in this episode, like there's not much to go off of. So they went all original, so they didn't really go off the comics like that. But they still, in a way, they still remain true to the comics. Because at the end of the movie, he rises to be the clown prince of crime. He's got hundreds, if not thousands, of followers right there in the streets of them. When he's sitting there spreading his own blood. To make the, the smile on his face on top of the broken down top to her. No, you're right. And uh, he he does rise up and he does become the man. And he does, like a lot of, uh, then they start wrecking shit. And that's why I think that second movie, I think it's going to be him wrecking shit. I know. I'm very excited for this movie because as soon as the first time I've seen this movie, because I went to the theaters like six times and seen this movie when it came out. <laughs> yeah, that's not stuff. I went. I was yeah. I went to like six different theaters too. <laughs> but anyway, but when the first time I seen it when it ended, I was like, all right. So this movie was his origin, and it was his rise to madness. So the next movie is going to be him at his madness, creating madness and making Gotham the more notorious Gotham that we all know Gotham to be. Right. Because Gotham was just a normal city with just asshole people. It was, like, it was like New York at the beginning of that movie, but by the end of the movie, it's Gotham now, you know what I mean? It's not just yeah, the birth of the Joker in the movie, it's the birth of Gotham. You're not wrong. I would, I would 100% agree with that. That's why. That's what makes me very excited for the second movie. Because now we get to see the Gotham what it's supposed to be at. We get to see the Joker at his madness. We get to see him fucking shit up. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be really good. Uh, I, some standout scenes in this one. Uh, of course, when he shoots that dude in his hotel room, that is fucking nuts. That's when it got real for me. I was like, holy shit. In his apartment. Yeah. And then when he him and, the big dude's brain up against the wall. Yep. And, and then the, yep. the little dude. Yeah, the he's little like, dude standing the there with me? blood on his face. <laughs> I can't reach the lock. That was dead. <laughs> and then he's like, I always liked you. You were never mean to me. And then he's like, ah, he's freaking the fuck out. You were the only one that was ever nice to me. Yeah, then he let him go. That shit was not. Yeah. That was that one was of my favorite scenes. So brutal. I, I enjoyed it was that so one a lot. Good. To me, it's like, what's more Joker than that, though? You know. I felt I like what's more the more Joker scene in that movie was the subway killing. Yeah. Because he was getting beaten on, it was real dark, and all of a sudden, in the blink of an eye, the dude had a bullet go through the bottom of his chin out the top of his head, and then he killed the other dude. And then he toyed with the other dude, waiting for him to come out of the subway and then chase him down. Yeah, he fucked that dude up. Yeah. Beast, My favorite man. scene, though, was at the end. 
when he's standing on the taxi and the blood when the blood's pouring out of his mouth, he spreads the blood across his face and makes a joke smile. Yeah, that, that's a really good one. That, that that's an iconic one. That kind of makes the movie. And then like yep, the credits. That scene. one in the long dance, when the big dance when he's going down the stairs, smoking a cigarette, right before he goes on the Murray Franklin show. That's definitely an iconic scene. That's probably the most iconic scene in the fucking movie. It's yep. on a million memes. That was a huge one. Uh, yeah, I mean, Great movie. There were there was a couple couple other ones I I really enjoyed too. Uh, him dancing in his hotel room alone with the gun, and then he fucking shoots it on accident. Yeah, he drops it and it goes off. Yeah, and he fucking flips the fuck out. <laughs> Nothing, Bob. I'm watching an old war movie. <laughs> one thing, and I, I'm not trying to fucking just nitpick here, but one thing I didn't need, I did not need uh, the whole. Uh, twist of him being the Thomas's son, but he's not. And, and like, I like whole, how like, they scared the fans a little bit with that. Yeah, it was a little. I bit like of how a, they what, were going to be like, nah, they're not really about to do that, are they? Then they switch it around and like, nah. Nah, his mom. I like how they got people a little nervous about it, but then they're like, nah, that's not true. Yeah, that would have been a little much. It definitely would have been. I'm glad I didn't do that, but I'm. I don't hate that they teased you with it. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite part of the movie, but uh. No. Yeah. You know, when everything else is so good, because this is just. It's pretty legendary. I mean, he. He really does embody the role of the Joker. Uh, he did a very good job. And, uh, he does. He also put the most dedication. As all the actors that played him, he put the most dedication into the role. I don't know. Fucking Leto was sending Ledger? fucking rats and shit. And, and Ledger, and Ledger was the like no, like that 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 role fucking destroyed that man almost. Ledger just locked himself in a hotel room for like a week or a weekend or something like that, and drove himself to madness in there. Dude, Joaquin lost like a hundred and something pounds. He locked himself in a hotel room for a month. All right, three months. like a big like if you look at Joaquin Phoenix like when he's walking around he, they do weigh like two hundred pounds. He's a fairly average sized human being and he wants a fuck ton of weight to this role. He is skinny as fuck in the movie. Super skinny. Uh yeah, I mean I mean he's definitely very dedicated. He he worked he he worked really hard at uh, giving kind of a genuine performance that we've never really seen before. Not like that. Yeah. Uh, I, what do you think about? All right, let's let's get into. Well, let's give this movie a rating. While while we're here uh, doing the review, what would you rate this movie? Uh, one out of ten, let's say. I will give it a nine point one. A nine point one. So pretty much perfect. Almost perfect. Yeah. I'd definitely go an eight. I'd probably an eight and a half. (laughs) But uh, it it was very... I mean, it's a fantastic movie. It's one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. I'd probably even bump it up to a nine. It, it, It... pretty much and what it's trying to do it's pretty much perfect it's it's not yeah like this fantastical superhero movie but it's not trying to be it, it's just a really good piece of cinema i uh it is yeah you can sit down a and lot watch of people it. don't know that bradley cooper was one of the eps that made the movie bradley cooper was yeah like from the hangover movies and rocket raccoon yeah yeah, Bradley Cooper. He was one of the top producers. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't know that. Before we go, I mean, well, we got to talk about the sequel too, but 
Robert De Niro was fantastic in this movie. Yeah, I like the Murray Franklin role. He was somebody who I, he idolized, and at the end of the day, he still ended up being one of those people that still just didn't give a fuck about him. Yeah, and then he shot him in the head. <laughs> yeah, he shot him right in the fucking forehead, dude, or right in the eye socket. Nothing. Blasted the dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I like get it. what you fucking deserve, dude. I don't know what else to say. I mean, it was a mic drop moment in that movie. To me, it's one of the most iconic uh, scenes, too. Yeah, I liked it a lot. That's when I. That's the moment when he fully becomes the Joker. The whole dancing on the staircase scene is a build-up to it, but when the second he pulls that trigger and kills Murray, that's, he's the Joker now. Yeah. It's nuts. It, it, it was really good. Fantastic movie. Should there be a sequel? Is it a good thing that they're making a sequel? Absolutely. You don't think this just worked as a standalone story? No, I think it could definitely be stretched into it to maybe three-part story depending on how they're going to end the second movie. They could take this one a little bit. I think three movies would be the max that you could take this character. You think you could get a trilogy out of this Joker? I think a trilogy would be the absolute max, so you would not be able to stretch it more than that. But I definitely deserve a sequel, and I think if it does just as good as this one and they end it in a certain way where they can continue on with it, I think it'll be good. Well, yeah, like I said earlier, it it ended way too... uh, Or it made way too much fucking money for it not to get a sequel. Yeah, exactly. And like the way they set it up, and this is how I see it, they have the first movie is the rise, the origin of becoming Joker. The second movie is the, the climax, like the top of the mountain, where he does all his madness. And the third movie is when he's beaten. He's taken down. That's when, like, I think that they should do it that way. Second movie should just him just creating Gotham and just absolutely creating madness. Other villains start to pop up, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. another Harvey Dent pops up out of somewhere, you know what I mean? And yeah, then in be- the third movie, you have him doing more madness and he starts getting caught, and then maybe have a Batman show up at the end of the third movie. They could do a multiversal thing, but I don't... That would be tricky. And then Bale shows up. It would be very cool to see Affleck and Joaquin Joker on the screen at the same time. Oh my god. No that way. would be an epic feud. I think Pattinson probably goes best with him. Yeah. I don't know. 50 50 on that one. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, th- I think the yeah, sequel could do a lot of things right. My pitch for the sequel, uh, I'd like to see him do some Joker shit. I'd like to see yeah. a new... I'd like to see a I'd new, like to see uh, him make the Wonderland. The Joker Land? Yes. He's got to make the Joker Land. I want to see a version... I mean, they're going to do Batgirl, so I don't they see this happening, but he's got to shoot somebody... Like he shot back on the killing joke. Like, I want to see him start to do some Joker type shit. Some of the, like, craziest shit Joker's ever done. Yeah, I hope that, I hope they, they put a Jim Gordon in the next movie. And then he shoots his daughter? That'd be nuts. Even if she's not Batgirl, just shoots his daughter. Yeah, just shows up in his crib and shoots his daughter. That'd be nuts. It would be cool. I'm very, I mean, I'm very excited. Joaquin, I love Joaquin yeah. as an actor. For men, taking mentally twisted characters, Joaquin is he's perfect for those kind of roles. And the take on the Joker, it's perfect. And I'm very excited that they made another one. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think it's going to be fantastic. If it's anything like the first one, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, it, it didn't get it 11 nominations for nothing. It no, didn't win and it didn't make over a billion dollars in profit for no reason. Yeah. I mean, I no one thought that uh, 
director of The Hangover would be able to do it, but <laughs> he did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I guess Great movie. We'll uh, this was a fantastic movie. I mean, it was nice going back and watching this. Do Do we know what we're doing next week? I can't remember if we ever figured uh, it out. No, I don't know yet. Do a little Should update do, later on, maybe, or something. Maybe start one of the uh, face-offs we were talking about at some point. Yeah, you want to do that? You want to do? You want to start off with the biggest one? You want to go Superman versus Thor? Oh, shit. Are, are you speaking for uh, Thor? Whose side do you want to take? Because I want to take Superman's side. I'm definitely not fucking speaking for Thor. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Fuck Thor. I am not taking Thor over Superman. We'll both take turns. We'll, we'll do pros and cons for each. <laughs> and then ultimately, yeah. based on our decisions, we'll see who takes who wins it at the end. Yeah, we'll book a fight between them. That sounds cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a judge card. Like it's a UFC, like a three-round UFC fight. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Put him in the octagon. Put him in the octagon, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I think that about covers it. We uh, Obviously, we really like The Joker. That's one of Bobby's favorite movies. Uh, he gave it a 9.1. I gave it just a flat 9. Uh, and we can't wait for the sequel. Uh, and next week will be Thor versus Superman. You got anything else, bro? No, uh, no. All right, guys, uh, everyone have a good week, and uh, I'll see you next week, homie. Hell yeah, man. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Peace. It's like I don't care about nothing, man. Roll another blunt. Yeah. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. By the way, before we uh, end this episode of the Web Cave, we gotta make sure. To uh, plug the rest of the network, we had the Unscripted Wrestling Show at 6.30 on Friday. We got uh, Unscripted Unscripted Unlimited with uh, my brother Doug. He's running the show. He's doing some cartoon stuff over there. Check that out Saturday at 7 p.m. And the Stabcast, me and Mindy Sunday at uh, 3 p.m. Of course, the Web Cave right here Monday at 7 p.m. Also check out the Wrestling Outlet Wednesdays and Saturdays. Uh, for Boxing Smart and Elite Diplodoc for Sean on YouTube and Twitch. And we will see everybody next time.